This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Washington football team nation. What is up? We're back with another episode. Kind of been pushing a lot of stuff out uh, this week, Tay, for obvious reason. Because there was a win on Sunday. So, there's, you know, it's fun to talk about football <laughs> when the team wins. Uh, and so we're going to, you know, okay, we won. The team won on Sunday. It was great. We've talked about it. We've looked at it. We'll talk about it some more. But we're moving on to week two now. We're looking ahead, right? There's another game happening in three days, about three, two days. And yep. so we're going to look at that. So this is our preview for week two. And we have someone joining us, someone who we've been trying to have on for a little while now, um, and someone who just recently became a full-time member of a different podcast covering the Washington football team, the one and only Owen Turner. How are you? I am great, man. My last name is actually Smith. I was like, did I just make up his last name? <laughs> I said it, and I was like, did I just make that yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> Look, my last name is actually Smith, but it's no problem. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I got Turner from. And then, like, I said it, and I looked at your face, and I was like, yeah, that was definitely not his last name. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do that again. We're not, we're not even going to cut it, but I'm going to just do it again. We have the one and only Hi. Owen Smith with us, joining us. Owen, welcome. How are you? Uh, and how about you? I'm doing great. We're doing great. Thank you for joining us. We were talking a bit before we started recording. If you're listening, remember the name Owen Smith, not Turner. I'm sure that there's someone out there with that name, but remember the name <laughs> Owen Smith, because before long, you're going to be seeing Owen Smith. You're going to be watching him on TV. You're going to be reading all of his stuff. You're going to be listening to his, his shows and his podcasts. He's going to be big time. So uh, if you want to get in touch with him, do it while you still can, because before long, you won't be able to reach him. So <laughs> that's what we're doing right now, Owen, Owen Turner. Thank I you appreciate for, that, man. I felt it was wrong right away. Uh, yeah, I, I, anyway, okay, let's move on. So we're going to talk <laughs> about the Cardinals week two. We're going to – I've watched the game back a couple times. Um, not the all 22. I mostly watched the – Cardinals offense. I'm more of the offensive guy, Owen. Tay is more of the defensive okay. guy. I don't know what your forte sure. is. My forte, so I played football for a couple years. I was strong safety and I was wide receiver. And so I know a decent amount, uh, a, de a good amount about both. So. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so you, got, you can be in the middle, the middle for both I'm, of us. I'm a little rounded. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little rounded. rounded. <laughs> okay, so I've been watching, yeah, I've been watching there. And so we're just going to talk about 
the game that, that they had against 49ers is a tough game that they want, came back and want. What it would take for Washington to win, what would have to happen for them to lose, and then make some bold predictions and cover some other stuff. Before we do that, uh, I'm going to just count. Well, yeah, I'm going to count down to three. The question is, we'll all answer at the same time. The question is, would you make a trade, not a first-round pick, but a second, a third, maybe add a player for Allen Robinson right now? I'm going to count down, and we'll all answer yes or no. All right? Three, two, one. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. No. Yes. Tay, tell us why you said no. You see, it's same with the Adrian Peterson syndrome. I just believe we're in, we're in a position where we're not win now, you know, okay. and and I, I don't want to give that impression. You know, we, we need to see what we have in Ganey Golden and Isaiah Wright and these other young guys. And if, and if we win along the way, then fine, so be it. But I don't think we're in win now mode. And then you got a night, you got a free agency class that's coming out next year. That's pretty good as well. So I, I say keep your picks, and then you don't know where we're picking it. Maybe we get a Jamar, a Jamar Chase or whoever. You know, that's, that's just my reasoning behind it. We're not in win now mode. Let us let's see what we got. We're one and zero. Let's see, let's see. And then Rivera even said himself well, undefeated. Tay. Yeah, undefeated, undefeated. And, and Rivera even said himself today in a press conference, it's, it may take a year for the offense to really get mm-hmm. going. You know. Yeah. Okay, uh, Owen, why did you say yes? You'll probably have all the same reasons that I said yes. <laughs> well, I look at a guy like Robinson, and I look at who he's played with quarterback-wise in his career, mm-hmm. and I see Blake Bortles, and I see Mitchell Trubisky, and I also see consistent 1,000-yard seasons. Those, those three things don't line up very easily at all. If you look at the quarterback play he's had to deal with, and he's putting up consistent – elite numbers then you just got to say what can he do for a growing hopeful elite quarterback that we have right now and Dwayne Haskins Uh, Dwayne Haskins has the arm we know that he now has the leadership we've seen that in the crazy halftime performance that he threw in this game Uh, what can he do with another elite weapon besides Terry Um, and to your point I, I agree with you Tay that we are not in win now mode but I don't think Allen Robinson is a win-now player. I think OBJ is a win-now player. I think Antonio Brown is a win-now player. But I do not believe Allen Robinson is a win-now player. And it's because he's in his prime right now. We're going to get more years out of him than we would any other receiver or player that we, we, we trade for if we can sign him to an extension. And we know Ron really likes receivers and will pay them big dollar bills. Uh, he tried to give Amari Cooper a $100 million a deal in free agency so he likes to give his players money yeah. especially at the wide receiver position and he's not afraid of it um and so i can see ron getting a, a good deal done with alan robinson if he trade for him and it would help out Dwayne and probably terry along the way yeah i um i so again I, like i agree with i guess i said yes i agree with both your points i agree with what you said about the young guys right i'm obviously very eager to see gandy go play that's that's my guy i made that very clear I'm eager to see him play. I want to see Isaiah Wright play. It, it's, it's sad that Pelvin Harmon's not playing. I think the reason why I said yes, though, is because I'm for the young guys playing, but the problem is the young guys aren't playing right now. Dontrell Inman is playing. I know it's been one game, but Dontrell Inman is playing. And so I'm not even looking at Gandy Golden or Wright versus Robinson. I'm looking at Inman versus Robinson. If we're going the veteran route, okay, then give me a good veteran. I mean, uh, you know, a, a next level. So that's why I'd be fine with it. And then I think also, like you said, Owen, he is 27 now. He recently turned 27. So you are getting him in his prime where you sign him to a four-year, five-year extension, and that's 
the years of his prime. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't even think he's going to be traded. But I would do it. I would, I would consider. But it's nice to have some healthy debate, healthy discussion about it, you know, and, and uh, not, not fight, to just discuss it. True. True. Okay, so Definitely. we're not going to talk about Odell Beckham because I really don't think he's getting traded. So I'd consider that one, though. I'm just going to throw that out there as well. <laughs> okay. So let's look at the Arizona Cardinals. All right, let's look at what happened last week. They beat the reigning NFC champion 49ers. Now they beat them really in the fourth quarter. They scored 14 in the fourth quarter to come back and win 24 to 20. Uh, it was an impressive game, right? Uh, Kyler Murray was 26 for 40, he, 230 yards, one touchdown. He threw an interception. The interception came on a play where uh, he was kind of getting it out, and I think it was a linebacker kind of jumped up, tipped the ball, and it was a tip drill pick. He didn't just throw an ugly interception. Um, and then you look at the 49ers, and they're missing lots of guys. And so offensively, they had their struggles. They also failed on the fourth down, fourth and goal at the one. Um, the 49ers had a block punt that the Cardinals recovered to put them right at the 10-yard line. So they kind of had some help along the way. The 49ers also had a couple penalties uh, on one of those drives that the Cardinals needed, two 15-yard penalties that helped them out a lot. But not taking anything from the Cardinals, they went out there and they got the win. So I guess the first thing to look at is the quarterback position. You have Kyler Murray versus Dwayne Haskins. And I've watched this game a couple times. Like I said, Kyler Murray played well. One thing Kyler Murray did was not really throw the ball down the field too much. A lot of what he did was quick stuff. DeAndre Hopkins, 14 catches, 151 yards. A lot of it, bubble screens, quick outs, spot routes, crossing routes, yards after the catch, if anything. So I'm going to go to you, Owen, first. On a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about Kyler Murray as a passer? As a passer? Yeah. Oh, that's difficult. I, I think Kyler Murray can – can be one of the elite arms in the league, but I feel like his offensive scheme isn't geared towards that. Um, so as a passing with the short routes and the bubble, um, I would say I'm probably at a seven. I'm not. I'm not full red alert, but I'm. I'm. I'm decently worried. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, that's a fair number. Tay, one to ten. How worried are you passing Kyler Murray as a thrower? I want to say about a more so on the run, throwing on the run. So. I would say about a five. I'm not really worried. Uh, I know he has the talent. Don't get right. me wrong. But like like Owen said, with the scheme, uh, I'm not that worried. Yeah. Uh, he was 13 for 91 rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, those are his highest rushing numbers uh, since last year, obviously, as a rookie. Um, most of that, almost all of it came on scrambles. He had, uh, he had one on third and 17. He had one on, like, second and 22. He – he was definitely creating with his legs, but he was he was not really creating explosive plays while moving. He was mostly getting out and running the ball. So one to ten as a runner, Owen, how worried are you about his ability to run or maneuver in the pocket? I'm not that worried, honestly. I think it's going to give. I think I think a lot of defensive coordinators are going to look at it and they're going to get anxiety by it. But if I look at our defense, I think I'm not that worried, honestly. I think. Um, I'm sure if you want to get into this later, but I think our defense has what it takes to shut him down. Oh yeah, we'll get into it. So give me a give me a number. Ah, uh, five, five, Tay. Yeah, I was I was gonna hit on something what Owen said, but we'll get into that later as well. Uh, <laughs> you can get into it whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight or nine, just because the potential oh, is there. Um, 
yeah, just eight or nine. But I, like I said, I think I think our defense will be able to handle it. But it is going to worry me. His his legs are going to worry me more. So just because we we look at teams, our teams in the past, and how we've always struggled with running quarterbacks, scrambling yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. But like I said, it's a new coaching staff. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's it was it was pretty crazy on Sunday to watch Washington to watch any team release actually sack Carson Wentz eight times, right? You getting to him was not as crazy as it was actually sacking him. Cause how many times have we seen Carson Wentz slip away? Right. I mean, he always slips away. He always gets away. He got away one time, did not get away after that. That was kind of now Kyler and Carson are not the same types of quarterback. Carson is bigger and can kind of run like rub off the first guy. And then create, whereas Kyler is going to get around the first guy, right? But I think it was impressive and encouraging to watch this defensive line able to bring Carson Wentz down. It gives me more confidence that they'll be able to bring Kyler Murray down. So, okay, if we were to do just an over-under on sacks, three and a half, over-under, how many times is this defense getting to Kyler Murray to sack him? I think that was a good number. Rio said that was a good number, too. Three and a half times take, over-under. I'm going to go over. Mm, okay. I think, I think there'll be a lot of uh, sacks due to contain, containing more yeah, so yeah. Than, than rushing. Yeah, okay. Owen, over or under? I'm, I'm going to have to go. I don't I, – I think it's going to be under. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I – I'm going to go <laughs> – I'm going to go under. I think I'm going to go with, like, three. But we were talking, Tate. Kyler Murray, it's really not as much about sacking him, especially as a young quarterback, I don't think. It's about – containing him and staying in front of him. Um, and then, you know, obviously covering on the back end. But if, if the run, if the opportunity to run is not there when it usually would be there for him, for someone like him, there can be a bit more of a scramble than a guy who is used to just, you know, being able to sit in the pocket and deliver the ball. Right. Uh, you kind of saw last week where they weren't – the edge rushers and Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and Ryan Kerrigan, they were not really rushing – on the outside, getting around Carson Wentz. They were staying in front of him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to say that that was coaching on Jack Del Rio's part, mm-hmm. on the defensive staff's part. That was, that was a strategy to make sure that you contain Carson Wentz, which they did. I'd be encouraged to see them do that. I think you got to spy Kyler Murray, right? right. But, um, I mean, if they can do the same thing they did and contain him, it'll be a different game for sure. Uh, and they're definitely paying attention to that 13 for 91 yards. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at DeAndre Hopkins. I would, I would say DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I'm comfortable saying that. I don't know if y'all agree. If you yeah. say that. I agree 100%. Yeah. yeah. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's great. He doesn't drop the ball. He's, he's slippery when he gets the ball. The thing about it on Sunday is he, he, he did, he did affected the game, but he wasn't, like I said, he wasn't making a lot of big plays. He was making just the consistent catches. Do you envision, do both of you envision him having a, safe, a similar type of performance? I mean, you know, keep in mind, they've got Richard Sherman over there. 49ers do. We don't have Richard Sherman. Secondary performed well last week. But do you envision DeAndre Hopkins getting those same types of numbers? And how do you contain him? Um, Owen, let's go to you first. Owen Turner. How do you contain him? Well, I think the, the how do you contain him question kind of goes back to I think the best way to find that out is how is to figure out how the 49ers didn't contain right. him and, right. and how that didn't work. Um, and if you break down the 49ers defense and 
you understand how they were able to continue to, to beat the Chiefs in the first half of the Super Bowl and, and why their defense was so dominant last year. It's because of their amazing rushing front. And then if you look at their linebackers and their safeties, they have pass-attacking linebackers and safeties. Not run-attacking, but pass-attacking. That's why they got the best of the Chiefs in the first quarter, of the, uh, the first half of the Super Bowl, because the Chiefs are passing. The, the, their defensive backs, linebackers, were eliminating that. See, with the Reds, uh, the Washington football team, that's the word. <laughs> the Washington football team, um, we, we don't have that. If you look at Cameron Curl, if you look at Troy Apaki, you look at Troy was doing the entire game. He was attacking low on the wide receiver, and he was being aggressive. That's, mm-hmm. That is step 101 on how to stop the run, not the receiver, which is why he was failing a little bit. He would crack the receiver every once in a while, but he'd also miss a tackle because he was hitting like you would hit a runner. Um, and for Cameron Curl, man, he blew up the backfield when he was playing in the mm-hmm. flat. So we have, we, we have the, the safeties and the defensive backs, especially – and our linebackers, right, uh, we, we have the, the players to go in and attack the flat and attack the small zone where those bubble screens and slants would be happening. So we can break that up. The part where I'm worried is uh, what if they adapt? So what if Kyler Murray uses his arm that we know he has and they adapt and Don, DeAndre Hopkins goes for a long ball like, like he did all the time on the Texans. He was a deep throw. Right. Yeah. If they adapt and they start throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Hopkins deep, then we're a little bit screwed because Troy Apaki back there cannot play a deep ball. We know that much. Kendall Fuller will be the main person in that game. Can Kendall Fuller and Troy Apaki shut down DeAndre Hopkins? I'm not 100% sure. I think we have a better chance with Kendall on the the field, but I don't think we can really shut him down. Yeah, yeah. I think if, honestly, if you could give DeAndre to something like 7 for 70, then that's impressive. Right. That, that, that'll be a great that'll be a good game for us right Tay. uh well now what's the question uh, that was good that was good explanation there i'm just sitting here processing it. It. yeah <laughs> really <laughs> uh, uh do you envision uh deandre hopkins having that same similar type of performance how do you stop you know I, I, i'm gonna say no because like 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 i want said i think we can cover the flats and if and if they do go that route, I can see, I can see a Jack Del Rio dialing up some some bump and run. I mean, obviously we're gonna have to cover the, the slants, and we don't want to get beat beat like that. But as far as the long ball, I'm not necessarily too worried about it because that that's going to require more uh, more drop back. You know, I don't think Kyler's gonna have time to 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 throw that bomb. I mean, obviously Wentz had that time, and he was missing shots here and there, but. I just I think their game plan is going to be very similar to to how it was against the 49ers because our defensive line is is I'm not going to say better but I de- I think our, I believe our defensive line is more athletic especially at our end spots and I think that's going to play a big factor you, I mean you see Chase uh, I think he doubled for a bit uh, one of the tight ends at one point and I'm like why yeah. isn't he rushing but he yeah. bumped. He bumped either Ertz or or or, or God, Goddard, and I'm just like, man, you know, if if we can do that, you know, and somehow cover the flats like that and bring a blitz, I think I think we'll be able to limit that um that short stuff. I I'll say he'll go for about he'll probably go for a hundred because I mean, you, you <laughs> know, I, yeah, but I'm not going to say 15 catches and and 150. I, I don't think I can't see that happening. But yeah, it was you know it was probably tough or impossible to really know how they intended to use DeAndre Hopkins before. Sunday, being right. able to yeah, watch that, right? True. But, I mean, saying it, I mean, a lot of it's going to come down to tackling in terms of containing him. 
a lot of it's going to come down to tackle, which is easier said than done. Because he was catching short passes, but he was breaking some tackles. He was getting up the field. He was getting some yards. The concerning is the concerning thing is if you do, you know, contain or shut down, quote unquote, DeAndre Hopkins. You've got Larry Fitzgerald on the other yeah. side, right? You've got Kendall Fuller on DeAndre. You've got Moreau Moreland on Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent guys in the league for years now. Yeah. Um, it'll definitely be an interesting matchup, right? Our secondary versus their wide receivers. Their tight ends are not a strength like the Eagles were, right? The Eagles were running through their offense really through the tight ends. Cardinals are going to be completely opposite of that. They're running their offense through their wide receivers, right? So I'm going to go first with what it would take for Washington. To win. Let's say if Washington wins, why did they win? Um, and we're going to start off on defense. We'll flip to offense. If Washington wins, it'll be because Kyler Murray was not allowed to, to run the way he did last month. Maybe he'll have 10 carries, but his average has got to be way lower. If you contain Kyler Murray in terms of his ability to run the ball, force him to throw, he's an accurate passer. He's got a great arm. He did miss some throws last week, though. I mean, he's still young. He's still just in his second year. So it'll come. Washington will win if defensively they contain Kyler Murray and if they come up and make the tackles and the quick passes. They're going to be there, right? Their guys are going to be open. They're probably going to have to go with more zone than man. It's scary, the thought of turning your back to Kyler Murray, of having your whole defense turn their back to Kyler Murray. So I think you'll see them go more zone. But um, if Washington wins, Owen, defensively, why would they have done it? They would have done it because of three players. They would have done it because of Thomas Davis Sr. Mm -hmm. They would have done it because Cameron Curl. And they would have done it because of Kendall mm -hmm. Fuller. Thomas Davis Sr. is really good at playing that flat in mid. That's what yeah. he does. He hits anyone that comes across the flat in the mid in the mouth. If he sees a hole that opens up for a run, he can go in and block and hit that hard. If he sees an open person, he'll hit them in the mouth. He's just a hitter. That's what he does. Cameron Crow, we saw him blow up the flat in the backfield against Boston Scott. One of his highlights there, he was, I think, the, the highest graded defender um, by PFF or second highest graded defender um, that wasn't on the defensive line. Um, yeah. In, in that game because of his blowups in the flat. Yeah. Um, and so I think if we can cover the flat with those two, we'll be fine. Um, and I say Kendall Fuller because really it depends. If we can lock down their flat, then Kendall Fuller can get him in the deep, and then we win. That's pretty much – that. that's how we win this game. Yeah, great points. Tay, sorry to make you go last. I hope you didn't steal all of the good points. But if Washington <laughs> wins defensively, how are they doing it? I think it's going to come. You got to come up with something original. I, I got. I'm gonna add another player to that to that list. Uh, Jimmy Moreland, that man, he plays ball. Uh, he, he's a gamer, and I think it's going to come down to him, just like Cameron Curl coming down and hitting in the flats. He, he's a good open field tackler, and uh, also I think it's going to come down to hitting Kyler Murray. You're going to have to make him feel it every time you touch him. You got to be wise. You're going to have to hit him, just like we did with Wentz, how Wentz was missing some of those throws. Yeah, you could say it was inaccurate, but some of those throws, some of those missed throws because he was getting hit a lot. Yeah, you know, absolutely, and, absolutely. And, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. We got to hit. We can't just lollipop and, and hit him. We got to hit him. Every time we get a chance, let's hit him. Kyler does a great job of getting down. He's the, the anti-Dwayne when it comes to this. He gets down. Honestly. He gets out of bounds. And so my sleeper key difference for this game is going to be not getting those late hit penalties on Kyler Murray, which the 49ers were getting. I think that I don't, you know, I don't necessarily see Washington. If I see them winning, not blowing this team out, it's probably going to be a close game. Maybe yeah. the Cardinals have the ball driving down the field, third and long, whatever. Kyler runs and he slides and whoever it may be Cameron Curl, the rookie 
He just comes in and kind of lands on him. Not even a hard hit, just lands on him 15 yards. That could be a huge difference in this game because Kyler gets down. So remember that I said that because if we lose because Kyler Murray slides and gets hit, <laughs> I'm not recording next week. Okay. But remember that. So defensively, I think that's something to really be aware of. Let's go over to the offense. So, okay, actually, Owen, we haven't talked to you, right, since, you know, Washington won. Give us your thoughts on how you felt about the performance by Washington's offense. How do I feel about it? I feel like Peyton Barber is probably one of my favorite freaking men on the planet right now. I love that man. I'm, I'm so high on Peyton Barber right now. Okay. Um, but besides Peyton Barber, I, I wasn't – I think – on, on defense and offense, we made some stupid penalties that we can't, we cannot do against the Cardinals at all because they, they'll take advantage. Yeah, Landon Collins, he just, that was just a stupid Dan play Johnson. by him. Mm-hmm. There, there is a couple of stupid penalties that we cannot afford to make yeah. again um, on both sides of the ball, but more specifically on offense, um, I'd like to see Terry get used more. Uh, yeah. I think I, I, Slay did a great job against him, but I also think that we, we can't lock Terry down. I think the one thing I can't believe I'm saying this, but Jay Gruden did something right. Um, He let Terry be Terry. I think we need to let Terry be Terry. We can't lock him into a position. He could run slants, deep balls, curls, flats, whatever you wanted him to run, he would run it well and he would run the route. But he, he, he had a little bit of him in that. I didn't see the same natural uh, looking technique that we saw when it was Jay Gruden's offense and Terry. So we need to get him more involved. Um, and then I'd like to see less less targets and carries for McKinsey. He didn't he didn't fall through. I'd like to see a little bit yeah. love to love. See what he can do. <laughs> and uh, Gibson needs to stop second guessing himself. I think we'll see more Gibson. I'm gonna put together a little clip. I think of all of his touches, but you could see in just the small amount of touches he got that you know he's there. He's like the the big play is there waiting to happen for him right like it's it's there uh so there i think they'll get more touches from him um so okay owen offense are they going to improve this week they're going to improve this week is i don't going to throw more yards i think i have more rushing yards i don't i don't think they are i wouldn't be surprised if if Dwayne throws a 86 passer rating game mm-hmm. uh not hot not really bad but not hot um, I don't see, I don't see, I see Gibson warming up, but I think he's not, I don't, he might have one big run that game, but besides that, he's going to be pretty quiet. Uh, they're going to hand it off to a lot, to a lot of like all around. It's going to be a, uh, let's see who can do something with the ball type of game. Right. Um, but it's going to be quiet. I don't, I think we have probably less offensive numbers than we did this week. Okay. So Owen is, Owen is, well, less than 178 passing yards is not fun at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Okay, Tay, what do, what do you want to see differently from the offense? I mean, and okay, I'll say my part when you're done. Okay. Um, what do you want to see differently from the offense? Now, I know you probably might hit on this, but I know we talked about it. The Eagles' defensive line was very good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Th- their defense is very good, you know. And I don't I don't think the, Card- the Cardinals' defense is – as far as the defensive line, I expect the run game Chandler to keep Jones. going. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. It. But as far as interior, you mm. know, you see Wes Martin get blown up by Malik Jackson. Yeah. Um, I, I can see 
I can see Rivera pushing it and challenging these these offensive linemen this week. And I can see the run game getting going a little bit better. But as far as um, the passing game, I think the passing game will stay the same. But if we're going to win, I think I think they'll go towards the end of last week's game as far as getting the ball out of Haskins' hands quick and, and try to get the offense moving as opposed to um, – uh, the long drop backs and, and trying to, you know, but the schemes were well, but, you know, we just didn't execute it. And like, like Owen said, it may be just getting the ball into some of these playmakers hands and, and see what they can do with it. Yeah. So it's okay. It's, it's kind of weird because you, you have to be impressed by the offense while also saying they struggled. Now they yeah. scored 27 points, right? That was all <laughs> the offense. We've talked about it. Uh, Tay, yeah. Owen and, how many times have we seen a Washington team get two interceptions and come up with like three points off of it, right? It was impressive that they scored two touchdowns off of two interceptions. Um, they actually kind of should have scored 33 points. You had a missed field goal. You had a kneel down on fourth and one. And that's all happening after about the four minute mark in the second quarter. And so it's good because they did what they were supposed to do when they had the short field. They scored when they were supposed to. And that's what was good. The concerning part is that when they were starting at the 20, at the 25, they either weren't moving the ball or they were and they were missing a field goal or failing on a third and two or things of that sort. But I've, I've, I've watched the game back too many times, guys. And I've watched Dwayne. I've watched the All-22. And, I mean, a lot of the, the yards that were left out there were two things. One, Dwayne, in terms of either inaccuracy or just a decision-making. Like, a, not a decision-making. <laughs> decision-making. And two, this is a small one, but there were at least probably three plays where if a receiver or a running back or tight end out on a sweep on the outside, whether it be a sweep or a screen, blocked one guy, a corner or a safety coming down, if they get one block, probably a difference of 15 yards or more. There was one on a Logan Thomas screen. There was one on an Antonio Gibson run. There was another one out there, Terry McLaurin, Morgan Moses missed the block. They ran a lot of these plays, and it was there was a lot of them where one block makes a difference, where you go from a two- or five-yard gain to a 10- or 15-yard gain. So now that we know what a couple of the key differences are, the question is, are they going to do those things differently in week two, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that Dwayne sat there and watched, and he watched them those throws where he was throwing them too flat, and he's got to get more air under them. They watched the blocking. I'm going to go the optimistic route. I'm going to say that we see a step improvement by the offense. Um, I'm going to say that because I think that they are going – I think Scott Turner did not start off calling a good game, right? I think we probably kind of agree on that. He, the stuff that worked when they started scoring was not what they were doing to start the game, right? They were – so, and I think right. that Scott – we've talked about this too. He's a new offensive coordinator. He's called less games than Dwayne has started. This is his fifth time calling a game. So – I mean, Honestly. we got to give him some credence there, too. Six games, I think he's going to make some changes. I think Ron talked to him, and, and they just kind of <laughs> talked about yeah. some things to do differently. I think that there's – I think conversations have been happening, and I think that one big difference with this organization is that you've got a good group that wants to work together well, that communicates together well. Where a Ron comes to a Scott, and a Scott goes to a Dwayne, and they go to a Ken Zampezi, you've got a good network of good communication there. Versus maybe, and I'd hate to bring up the past, but a Jay Gruden going to Bill Callahan and then a Kevin O'Connell who, I mean, what, I don't know what he's really doing because Jay Gruden's kind of doing everything. And it's just different now, right? And so 
I think we'll see some improvement, and I think we're going to see them come out with the stuff that worked last week in the passing game. I can't I, – hopefully the blocking is better on the outside because that was actually hopefully. a serious problem. But I'm going to go with better. I'm going to put Dwayne over 200 yards. Um, now, I don't know if we're putting numbers on this, but I'm going to put Dwayne over 200 yards. And I just think we'll see a bit better from the offense. And I think we may see better statistical performance with some with maybe less, less points because I don't know that we'll get the two interceptions off of Kyler Murray. I think we'll see some improvement. So offensively, I feel like I just said my, what, why would they win on <laughs> offense? I just said it, right? If Dwayne yeah. hits more of those throws and if they get better blocking on the outside, yeah. Tay, offensively, if they win, why would it happen? It would happen because Dwayne was more accurate and the and aligned with what you said as far as the offensive coordinator, uh, Scott Turner, getting the run game going and, 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 and dicing it up a little bit. I think we were – I think sometimes we got too focused on the motion instead of running. And, and I know Gibson was a, a few big plays of, of breaking off a couple and uh, the, the read option – a couple of them, Dwayne should have handed off to uh, McKiss- McKissick. So um, I think, like I said, if, if we win, it's going to come down to that run game and then just being a, little, a tad bit more accurate for Dwayne and hitting on some, some key plays. Logan Thomas as well, I think I think he'll be a big part of success this week as well. Uh, Owen? I think, honestly, if we win and, and, and our offense wins, it will be because of our tight ends. I think that uh, if you look at the Cardinals linebacker situation, they kind of have a little bit of what we have going. Um, Chandler Jones is mostly, is mostly rushing, and so is Devondre Campbell. They're, they're the rushers. They'll, they'll come in um, like, our, like our rushers, as I said. Uh, but Tanner <laughs> Valheel, Val he's, he's an underrated name. I can't really pronounce his last name. But Tanner, he, he plays pass decently. And yeah. Isaiah Simmons, who we know can do a lot. We haven't, yeah. we didn't really see it week one, no, but yeah. we know can do it a lot. Um, besides that, so is Jordan Hicks. They have a lot of guys who are kind of like that hybrid that they can play a little bit of pass and a little bit of run, but no strictly pass linebackers like the 49ers have or run linebackers like we have. So if our tight ends can, can do some stuff, if Isaiah Simmons sticks to Thomas, right? Cause I like – we know Scott Turner and we know Ron like to use their tight ends and some fun stuff. Uh, we saw that with Greg Olson in Carolina. We know we, they, they like to get funky with their tight ends. That means that Sprinkle needs to come out in, in the flat, in, in the middle, and, and get shake off Tanner or somebody. We know he drops wide open passes in big moments. Yeah, it does is- <laughs> I know it sounds stupid. Wide open. I, know it's, I know it sounds stupid when I say we need to rely on, on Sprinkle, but at the same time, if you look at completion percentage, the man caught more passes when targeted than Terry did last year. Mm. He can catch the ball. We know he can. He just doesn't do it in big moments. Yes, and so that I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping that over, over the offseason, maybe he had a little <laughs> bit more training. Maybe he got, he got some balls and he can catch in big moments. I'm hoping. Because I really think that he can do something special in an offense that targets him. I just don't know. So if we win, it's going to be because of our tight ends. Yeah. Okay. All right. If we win, it's going to be because of our tight ends. Remember that, Tay. Okay? Yes, Hold yes. on to that one, okay? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Full <laughs> uh, take. 
<laughs> is that your bold prediction for the week? <laughs> That's my bold prediction. That's my bold prediction for the week. Our Titans are going to do it. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think it's it, it needs to be, like, it can't be stressed enough that Dwayne was really under a lot of pressure. Like, there was a lot of pressure. There were plays where he had more time than he thought. He did not have a lot of time. He had more time than he thought, could have stepped up, could have done maybe just taken a half second more and delivered a, a better ball. But he was under consistent pressure. Um, and, I mean, a lot of it was from the interior, from Malik Jackson, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, you know. And so I wonder, I want to see them do kind of – I want to see – I don't want to see them leave John Christian on the island with Chandler Jones, right? I, I, want, I, I think they kind of put the offensive line – you saw them go empty a lot early in the game. And, and they weren't hitting the quick slants or the quick outs. It was, it was like third and 11, empty. And, like, I'm a fan of empty. But our five offensive line versus the Eagles four defensive line on Sunday, serious mismatch, right? It was, it was a serious problem. They're going to do some of these things differently, like undoubtedly. I mean, whether that's just rolling with more, you know, 21 or, or more 22, whatever. The, you know, it's just they're going to change it up more. And I think overall we're going to see this offense – get settled so now that we've said why they would win if they do win um as a whole overall if they lose to the cardinals why will they have lost i'm gonna go right back to you owen if they lose to the cardinals why will they have lost buddha baker <laughs> i i know i keep on yeah. throwing out these very random things that seem like no, he had a good oh, game he's week just one. Pull- yeah he had a he he got the bag for a reason it's yeah. because he has the potential my favorite Russell Wilson quote of all time is potential is just something that hasn't been done yet. However, I can see Buda Baker turning that potential into something that's been done. I think he can be the next Earl Thomas. I think he can hit. I think he can play coverage. I think he can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I, if we lose, it's going to be because Buda Baker has another one of those games like he did week one that just kind of make you go, oh, this kid's mm. legit. And, and that's our worst nightmare right now on an elite safety. That's our worst nightmare on offense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 need to, I need to watch some of him because he had a good game and uh, it's a little scary. Tay, if they, lo- if they lose, uh, yeah, you know the question. I don't have yeah, to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turnovers. Turnovers. Mm, did, okay. did a great job of, of not fumbling, putting the ball on the ground, and Dwayne right. did a good job. I mean, granted, some of those – Passes could have been picked, but end of the day, he threw no turnover. So yeah, uh, we lost a fumble. We almost lost a fumble with the, the sack fumble. Yeah. yeah, the sack fumble. So I think turnover is going to be huge. Uh, I think whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win this game. Mm. And I, th- I think that's, I think that's, yeah. And I think, I if mean, we, I, yeah, <laughs> if that we makes can sense. Win the turnover battle. I think we'll. I think and and Ron's teams are always disciplined. So I, I can see us winning the turnover battle, but it's going to come down. We're plus three. So, and I think they're minus one. So we're going to have to play off that and and, and try to get Kyler to turn the ball over. Yeah, it's going to be a tall task. Kyler's pretty careful with the ball, honestly. Even his interception last year came off of a tip pass. But he is a young quarterback. Jack Del Rio is an experienced defensive coordinator. Um, So, uh, yeah, if they lose this game, uh, I think it's just going to be because, I mean, simply – they didn't contain Kyler Murray. They, they rushed too much outside on the edge and around. They let him get – whether he decides to step up and run or step up and just has a clear view of the field, uh, I think that's what it's going to come down to is this defensive line. I think that – I mean, it's, this defensive line is the backbone of this team, right, at this point. 
it won't be about sacks as much with Kyler. It'll just be about contain. If they lose, it'll be because of contain. On offense, I think it'll be because of turnovers. Because Dwayne had his Alex Smith game, and they won. And we want to see more than that from Dwayne. But for now, if they win while he plays like that, then that's fine. Dwayne is careful with the ball. He, he, he I mean, he's pretty careful with the ball. His decision-making got so much better. Yeah, it definitely did. It really did. His, uh, there was one throw that, that should have been intercepted by Avanti Maddox. <laughs> yes. And that goes back to him pressing and, and thinking that there's more pressure than there is. Again, he did – he like, the plays that he had, quote-unquote, time, it was just, you know – I said what I like to do is when a quarterback drops back, I like to pause and see where everything's at. There were lots of plays where when you paused at the top of his drop, there's already somebody there. The plays where he had, quote-unquote, time is where – you, you press play and half a second later, somebody's there. And so he just needed to, he just needs to calm down, kind of slow down. He needs to move fast, but mentally he needs to slow everything down and get that confidence like we saw in weeks 15 and 16 from last year. And I'm confident he'll get there. Um, we'll just see if it happens this week or not. Do you think he'll throw his first interception this week? Uh, Owen, yes or no? No. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say to Buda Baker. I think Buda Baker is going to have pass deflections. I think he's going to make uh, – he's going to lock down first looks, and he's going to make Dwayne use his decision-making. I think that Dwayne is going to not have that many complete passes. I think it's most likely, more likely he gets a fumble, though. Okay, okay. Tay, is, Tay, uh, is, is Dwayne throwing his first pick on Sunday? Oh, hey, I happened to – Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. You hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, don't th- I think that will come next week against Cleveland. Okay. That okay. I agree with. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with yes to Patrick Peterson. Um, I, I think he's just – I think he's going to try to – Dwayne likes to kind of fit stuff into tight places. He usually kind of can. I think he's going to try to fit something to Terry, and somehow Patrick Peterson's going to end up with the ball. That's my prediction. Now, we've done this, Tay, but I think we know you're predicting a win, right, Tay? I'm predicting the win. Okay. Uh, tell us why real quick. I think uh, we had the predictions last week, but I, they've changed somewhat. But I think it's going to come now to Haskins versus Murray. And I know Haskins likes to, to play the game of uh, who got drafted before me and, and the quarterbacks who maybe maybe possibly, you know, considered better than me. I think he's going to take that, and I think he's going he's gonna to lead this group to a win. I think it's going to come down to coaching. Let's not forget that Ron Rivera, he's a two-time uh, NFL uh, head coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he's a defensive, he's a defensive guy. Jack Dory is a defensive guy. I think these guys will come out with a chip on their shoulder, and I think they'll be they'll be they'll be running as underdogs. I think they see all that the media is saying about how the game against the Eagles was fluke and this and that. And my thing is, how is the game against the Eagles fluke if they were up seventeen zero? I mean, you can't say all the, oh, the offensive line was bad. Well, they were up 17-0, so what happened? You know, the offensive <laughs> line was still bad, you know, when they were up 17-0. Right. So I think, they're, I think they want to they wanna come off of that and be like, look, all right, we're, we're the real deal. And um, I think Dwayne, I think Dwayne's going to play good, and I think he's going to use this as a kind of a measuring stick to where he is and show the NFL, hey, I'm here. Yeah. It, I mean, even, everyone's going to be looking at – it's going to be Kyler versus Dwayne, right? I mean, yes. that's what it is. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it's, there's not a lot of 4 o'clock games on Sunday, but it's 4 o'clock on Fox. I'm not sure if it's the game of the week, but it might be. Uh, Owen, predicting win or loss, 
so scary. I'm so nervous for this team. Um, <laughs> honestly, the Cardinals are going to be so good this year. I'm excited to watch them. I think it's yeah. a loss. Okay. Do you I want to put a, a score on it or no? I'll put a score on it. Uh, I will put – oh, this is going to be difficult, but I'm going to say 30-21. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you th- – so is that, is that 21 happening in garbage time or are they pulling away at the end? I think it's going to be both teams love late quarter football. Mm. If you watch the Cardinals, they play tough in the third and fourth quarter. Right. We clearly play tough in the third and qu- fourth quarter. Yeah. It's going to be a very good game to watch at the end. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of – the, the Cardinals are going to get an early start with Kenyon Drake getting a touchdown in the first half. Yeah. And then after that, I think it's probably going to be one of the only touchdowns in the first half. I would, I would probably say Seth, going into halftime, it's going to be Cardinals 7, Washington 0. And then the rest of the points are going to be scored in the third and fourth quarter on both teams. Yeah, it's funny because I was actually about to talk about that. And you mentioned Kenyon Drake, and that's also not something to go unnoticed. Washington wanted him if he became oh, free agent. They were interested. He's, He's so good. He had one move where he was headed outside, and then he came back in, and one of the 49ers defensive linemen nearly broke his leg. It was, <laughs> it was pretty – and he, he, out of the backfield and stuff too. So the Cardinals scored 24 points. They scored a touchdown in the first quarter. That came off of a blocked punt. So they really scored three points with no help in the first three quarters. And then the fourth quarter, 14, they just kind of took over the game. They did have two missed field goals in there. I do agree with you on that. I do believe that it's going to be a more second-half game. Um, I, think, I think Washington is going to – I think offensively they're going to have to take some time to get into these games. I said loss – uh, last week, I'm going to just stand by what I said. I'm going to try not to let the win on Sunday affect uh, my prospect for the season too much. <laughs> it, was, it was encouraging, 100%. <laughs> I'm going to stand by what I said, and I hope we're wrong, Owen. But, um, I do too. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Say, I hope you're right. I'm going to tw- go 2014. Okay, okay. okay. That's, that's, that's a good score. I think it's going to be a lot. I think it's, the defense is going to – I just think, man, I'm sold on the defense, man. After after what they did last week, I mean, it was it was impressive, and obviously they're not going to get eight sacks every game. No, but I mean, they and you looked at it; they were beating Jason Peters. They weren't only beating the yeah. you know the guys who shouldn't be out there. Jason Peters, he's not what Jason he was. Peters should he's be still, out there. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Jason Peters should be out there, but <laughs> but the Cardinals' offensive line is not something to be scared of, and so. I think you'll see the Cardinals go hurry up at times to really try to yeah, affect the rush yeah. because I think if they try to sit back there and drop five, seven step, then there's going to be pressure on Kyler Murray's face. Um, yeah, the, the point of the Cardinals scoring off that punt, blocked punt and then coming in the fourth quarter, and then you just look at Washington's defense and what the strength is, what the 49ers' strength is along the defensive line at least. I, I do have hope. I, I, I don't necessarily think that – Cardinals will come out just firing and just run away with the game. It'll definitely – I think turnovers will play a huge key. So let's do some bold predictions then. Uh, neither of ours came to pass last week, Kay. I think for me it was 130 all-purpose yards for Antonio Gibson. Obviously, mm-hmm. that was bold. Yours, <laughs> <laughs> yours, Tay, was 
I think it was an app key pick. It was an app key pick. Also bold. It was close though. I mean, he he got tried. He had opportunities. <laughs> Just got burned. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go with some bold predictions. I don't want to go first. Uh, someone go first. Bold prediction. I'll go Jimmy oh, Moreland. Jimmy Moreland. Another pick for Jimmy Moreland. Okay. I'm not sure if that's bold enough. That's not bold. Okay. Give me another second. Okay. Give me another second. Okay. Okay. I got one for y'all. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm scared. For this game, this is going to be bold, and I don't, I'm not 100% sold on it myself, so that's why it's super bold. <laughs> Kaliki Hudson leads the team and tackles Ooh, this game. I that is, see. Yeah, that is that's, bold. Okay. I can is that see. super bold? Are you like including special teams tackles or only on defense? <laughs> I, it, it, I think it's calm. I think it's a combination. I think we're going to see Kaliki. Uh, I think we're gonna see him on the on, on the field a lot more this game because of his hybridness. That yeah, like when when he was drafted, his comparisons were Isaiah Simmons. Right, right, right. Yeah. We're gonna need an Isaiah Simmons on the field to combat that flat and and deep and and run game that they have because they have a, a key player in each part. And yeah. so it's gonna be we're gonna need uh, someone that can play that strong safety linebacker one two punch. And I think that he's gonna be on the field a lot more. And I think he can lead the team in tackles. I mean, look, the, Ron and, and Jack are not scared to play these young guys. That, that's obvious, right? That much is clear. Like, Cameron Curl was out there early. They cut Sean Davis and kept the seventh-round rookie and played him early. I week love one. him. Yeah, yeah. He, he played well. He, he was coming up. He was flying up to the ball. Um, okay, Tay, are you ready? Yeah, I got two. All right. <laughs> okay. Whoa, two. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to go Peyton Barber, 100 yards. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have him started my fantasy. I have him started my really? fantasy. I need that. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. One hundred yards, one touchdown. And then I got and Gandy Golden, seventy-five yards on the three <laughs> on on four plus receptions. Wow. Okay. Woo! <laughs> okay. I like that, that one. I love that one. Talk about bold. I mean, I love it though. I would be ecstatic if Gandy Golden got out. There. I think I had a dream he got in the game. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to go, let's see, bold prediction. I'm going to stay on the offense. And I said I think the offense is going to improve a step. But my bold prediction is going to be uh, over 350 passing yards for Dwayne. Mm. And, I know, and I know that's bold. I realize that's bold. But that's what I'm going with. Comes out slinging. Maybe lots of its yards after the catch. Maybe they have a couple screens that break. And then maybe have a shot down the field. I don't know. He threw. He dropped back to throw thirty-four times last really? week. Was that the most? Was that the most he? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to check on that. Yeah, we should. I'm not sure. He dropped That's back. That's a good question. One of them was an RPO that he could have handed off that he also should have thrown. So he had thirty-one attempts, three sacks, dropped back thirty-four times. So, wow. yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Basically, essentially, what I'm saying is three hundred fifty yards, and that Dwayne outshines Kyler Murray. Right. That's that is a that's big. That is huge. If he can do that, that's its momentum for the season. <laughs> that is, bro. That yeah. is. It's a bold prediction. So again, if, he, if he does that, <laughs> it'd be crazy. Yeah, that'll be nuts. It's 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 bold in all caps. It's bold and it's it's actually control B like bold and and italicized <laughs> and underlined. All of that. <laughs> it's it's just completely bold. Okay. I feel like we've covered everything. I mean, we've. We've, I, again, we've talked about what it would take for them to win or lose. Um, do either of you have anything you want to add? 
Any, anything to take going into the game? Anything to hold on to, to chew on, see what happens when the game is over? Uh, I'm, I said over on that three and a half. So yeah. I got Chase getting about another 1.5 this week. Okay. Okay. I could see that. I could see Chase getting 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. They need to just uh, go like PFF and just start giving guys – just eliminate the half sacks. Just go full sacks. I right? know, just, man. just give them full sacks. Because then they get two halves and it's a whole. That's kind of weird. It's like just give them – just give everybody a whole sack. <laughs> also, I think one he's going to get that record, man. Yeah. I, Here's I, what I, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I got another bold take for y'all. Uh-oh. Okay, you ready for this? Come on, come on. <laughs> Jimmy Moreland does not get an interception. Fabian does not get an interception. Ryan Kerrigan gets an interception. Ooh, okay, okay. That's my take. I got hey. Ryan Kerrigan getting the interception this game. He's done and he it, keeps though. up the streak. He keeps up the streak, and he gets a touchdown with it. Ooh. Yeah. That's he's, he's my due for take. One. He's due for one. Yeah. He almost had one last week against the Eagles. I, that screen, he was reading yeah, that, that screen thing. Yeah, that screen, if like, Wentz had let oh, go of it. Man. Yeah. Yeah, one uh, kind of like the T.J. Watt had one on Daniel Jones. He yes. jumped and just caught it right at the line. Something like that I can see. And talk about Ryan Kerrigan. I was actually just about to mention his name. He played, I'm pretty sure it was 22 snaps on Sunday. And I love that. And it's not because I, I don't love it just because Sweat and Young are playing. I love it because, in all honesty, as talented and athletic as Sweat and Young are, Kerrigan's probably still the best pass rusher, like, technician-wise. He's the most experienced. He had the most sacks. And 22 snaps means he's staying fresh. Right, yeah. he's coming in the game fresh and <laughs> fired up, and he did it last week. And he had two sacks on twenty-two snaps, so I love that. I love that that rotation that they're keeping him fresh and kind of maintaining it that long. So nice, it's so nice. Chase Chase has the athleticism, the power that he can like bulldog somebody mm-hmm. and he yeah. can just like rough them up. Jason Peters was getting smacked <laughs> yes, by him, yeah. and then you saw Sweat, and he was super fast around the edge. Yeah. And then they would like they would have to keep up with sweat, and then Ryan Kerrigan would come in and hit him with the rip, and you were just oh yeah, it makes me so happy. And you got the guys yeah. on the inside messing it up too. That's one thing I enjoyed uh, just seeing every series the different combinations on the D line. I love that man. Right, every, uh, everyone played. Deron Payne was a dog too. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he threw Jason Kelsey, which did, is an oppressive thing oh to do. Goodness. Right, he was the one really healthy, really good guy on their offensive line on Sunday. And they're going to play – that defensive line may play an even bigger role. I think with Kyler Murray, it's the pressure up the middle that's really going to get him, right? right? If his size is ever going to affect him, it's when you get that pressure up the middle mm-hmm. and then those throwing lanes aren't there like they were before. That's when he's trying to get out of the pocket. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the defensive line could absolutely lead this team to some – like to a number of wins this season. Like obviously it takes a team effort. But the defensive line can lead the way. So, so did you say the D line won, won us one game so far this year? Yes, I would say yeah. I would say yeah, yeah. I mean, and I would I would say that Jimmy and, and Fabian helped with that. I would say if the the two interceptions they had weren't a thing, I know if you look at yeah. like where they happened in the game, they weren't super big, but they helped create and continue momentum at times momentum. that we needed it. Moment, yeah, the momentum was critical. You could feel the moment. There was no fans really in the stadium. Could. You could feel the momentum shift. Like, absolutely. That's and so it was crazy. the exact opposite of last year against the Eagles when you could feel the momentum shift. Yep. Their offense gave up, which has never really happened since I've truly right. been watching. It's <laughs> right. nuts. 
since like Kevin Cobb was their starting quarterback. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously. Man. Yeah. Was, there was a nice little stretch there where the Eagles didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like we've covered everything. We've got our bold predictions. Just ready to watch this game. Ready to see this team. I know Adam yeah. Lefko said that the Cardinals are going to win by 30 and that Dwayne's going to look like dog S. So mm-hmm. we'll be excited, honestly, to see that. And you know that the guys on Twitter will absolutely destroy him. Mm-hmm. If we lose by 29, they'll probably still destroy him and say they didn't lose by 30. They lost by 29. And, you know, but it'll be nice <laughs> to see. Week one was obviously a shocker for everyone to see on this team, but it's like a smell test, right? Was it real? Was it fake? Week two, I don't even know that it's so much about winning. You said it, Owen, this team, this Cardinals team, I think it's going to be good this year. So even if, like, even if they don't win, if it's a competitive back-and-forth game, we're not handing out participation trophies, yeah, but that counts this year for this team. It shows you something that you didn't see last year at 3-13. and 13. So, yeah. There's, if- there's one thing to take away from this game, and I think it's the facts that previous years when we were at this point, it was a momentum breaker. I think right. if we lose to the Cardinals, I think we'll still have momentum, which is yeah. something yeah. I've never seen. That before. is true. That is like, true. It, it's just we usually don't have momentum at all at any point of the season. Yeah. And it's it's nice to see that we have a young team that wants to fight it out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, th- that's that's a great point. They do want to fight it out. And I think coming back from 17 nothing week one showed them they can do that every week if they have to. Exactly. Right? They, they did Sir. it. They know they can do it. And so not worried about it anymore. Um. Okay, Owen, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great talking to you. You're a great guest to have on. You really know your stuff. Again, look forward to watching you, you know, on all the major networks and reading all your stuff at all the major publications. So thank you for joining us. It was good talking to you. I appreciate that, man. And Owen Turner out. Owen Turner. (laughs) Owen Owen Turner Turner out. Yeah, you know, (laughs) nobody knows anything about this Owen Turner guy. (laughs) Owen Turner. I knew uh, that was wrong right when I said it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Tay, all set? All set. Let's go, baby. Okay. All right. Week two, here we come. This is Todd. And this is Tay. And this is the Tay and Todd podcast. As you know, because you just listen to it. If you listen to it. Thank you for listening. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully after another win for the Washington team. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.